what up, what up? It's another fresh young perspective for you. This is episode six. I'm with my usual co-host. Queen Midas to the left. To the left. <laughs> to the left. Queen to Midas. The left. Make sure you have Queen Midas on your left. Hey. <laughs> you don't know. And then Marta on the right. At Bless This Beast. <laughs> Yo, six See, episodes you said, in. You said you would do it for me, so do it for me. All right, yo, to my left. Ooh, so to the left, left to her is left, to, to her left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my left. Right. Yo, I know my direction. I don't. Okay. <laughs> to the left, left is Marta at Bless This Beast on Twitter. I don't. I don't know. At Twitter.com. And on Instagram. And on Instagram. So follow up. That's very good. Thank you. You're welcome. That's very, very good. Yo, I'm telling you, by like (laughs) the end of the season, we're going to get you like doing that intro. You're going to kill it. We'll see. How many episodes are this season? I'm I'm assuming there's going to be like 10. Huh. Are we going to do like a Marvel superhero season? Like a 10 episode thing? I'm thinking like, yo, 10, short and sweet. Short and Mm -hmm. sweet. Get to the cut. Easy to digest. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking so of look things out to for follow, that. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Fresh Young P. Mm-hmm. Young as in Young Street. Ah, 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 I gotta represent Toronto. Y O N G E, yep. Yep, Young Street. And on Instagram, Fresh Young Perspective. We got the full name to fit on there. Yeah, which is crazy. We're put, we put up concert videos, we put up teasers for our episodes. Mm-hmm. Anything's pretty much related to what we're doing with the show. You might see a one, two. <laughs> You know, it's a reveal of our face every once in a while, but no <laughs> <You know>. promises. <laughs> Yo, actually, no. Our first Instagram post was that Kendrick teaser, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, so Seen tell Kendrick that story, because you're the one who got it. You you were you were on the scene. Um, it was cool. <laughs> Yo, like, okay, do you remember what street it was in? This was uh, in Yeah, it was on Spadina. So it's a I, damn pop-up show. Yeah, it pop, was... Pop-up shop. I'm wearing the shirt, too. Yeah, you're wearing the shirt. He's wearing a red one. That is on our Instagram. Yep, yep. Fresh Young Perspective. Port, port, port eyes. Uh, So it was at a sneaker store called Livestock, which is on Spadina, which is a cool store. You guys should check it out. We Mm -hmm. even pop up less. (laughs) But so the light up was like around the block. It was really far. So when I first got there, I got there a little bit later and there were tons of people already. Yeah. Um, yeah so the line was pretty hard shout out to the girl that we saw today on the bus who was oh like, yeah did you go to the kendrick show because <laughs> i was wearing the shirt and i was like yeah but we went to the one last month she's like oh i only was able to get a shirt from the pop-up because i couldn't get tickets to the show but did you see kendrick there he's so cool mm. he's shorter in person but he's so cool <laughs> so yeah. shout out to you yo that's cool. um but yeah that's true like he walked out because he showed up okay. and all he did was like walk by the line and then walk through the store okay did he um, pick up anything did he shop like i don't up? think so i think he was there for like literally minutes because uh the so as soon as that happened like the whole line like moved forward way right. way far so like i of course was like yeah and then i got closer to the front yeah. um but some other guy came out of the store and like he was talking to some girl in line that i guess he knew and he was like yeah he's gone now like he didn't 
stay in there. He didn't do anything, so... He didn't, like, say, like, yo, make sure y'all buy all my shit. I don't know what he did when he was inside, but, like, he didn't talk to people online. He just walked by. Yeah. And people lost their goddamn minds. People lost Mm -hmm. their minds. Like, legit. He had, like, three security guards, I think, which might be, like, a reason why he seems so short, because, like, obviously his security... Yo, that's the Napoleon thing. The the Napoleon complex. (laughs) No, I didn't learn this until Sci-Hi, eh? And he was, like, saying, about basically, like, the myth about Napoleon being short. It's uh-huh. just, like, no, yeah, his yeah, bodyguards yeah. were just ginormous. Totally. So he looked short in comparison. Yeah. But he was a, actually, like, a... He was average height. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, it at was that proper, time. Yeah, it was propaganda. And, so, and, yeah. But that's the next thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. We might touch Anyways. on propaganda later Tonight, this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we might. But you never know. We're probably, <laughs> Teaser! We're trying to get deep and heavy on this one. So. Yeah, legit. Get ready. But also, back to that day... Uh, wasn't Travis Scott like oh, yes. hopping out of a whip? Travis Scott drove by the pop-up shop and like waved at people from his car. Yeah. Like, did he just wind down and be like, yo, go get me some? Or, like, you know? <laughs> no, he just like drove I Like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't see him. But I thought, honestly, that it was Kendrick that had come by. Because once again, the line started moving and people were, like, screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody else was like, oh, yeah, it was Travis Scott. I see it on Snapchat. Because, like, he Snapchatted it or Lovely. whatever. So, yeah. Damn. So he he made an appearance and then Kendrick made an appearance, too. So And then he shut it down. Sh- shut it down. Shut it? No. <laughs> Damn. Sh- yeah. Shut it down. All in all, I think Stay I waited calm. four hours. Small price to pay. Uh, except for the big price to pay that I paid for the actual merch. <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it? I think Tell it was truth. for sure worth it. I'm like a little bit sad because I wanted one of the hoodies and I bought it and then I got home and I put it on and it was like a dress. So now it's Dee's hoodie. <laughs> Yo, you could have took that and are you kidding? You should have made it work. Grab some duct tape. Yo, <laughs> nothing would stop me. But it was like it, it's nice stuff. Like I like the merch a lot and the hoodies were like super soft. And... So wait, is the red one just the Toronto color? No, the ones that are Toronto specific. Are, no, actually, no, it is. It is. Yeah, 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 I'm lying. Which is wicked because yeah. not only is that I'm gonna call it the fresh young perspective red. <laughs> that's our logo red. That's I think color. that's the Pan color it. of the TTC Pan as well. Pan Pan Yo, yeah. any and it's Toronto's color. Yeah. It. So I don't know if he does like some cities the same colors, but it's like there were different colors in different places for sure. Yeah. And then there's like a Toronto specific T shirt that that's said, a Toronto? Like, Toronto yeah, it on says it. So I got one of those too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's a, a little on the the Pablo tip, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of that wave. Like yeah. It. So when you guys catch us on Instagram, yeah. you're gonna see cool. You're gonna see us in the streets, basically. But and when I say us, I mean them too. Because <laughs> I'd be out in the suburbs just yeah. chilling, <laughs> dealing with traffic. <laughs> Yo. So before we before we get into our other topics, we'll, we might as well talk about where we hit up this week, which mm-hmm. was we saw Scissor Touch Road mm-hmm. at Rebel. It was a great miss. Are you why are you upset you didn't go? I want to propose. It, it was like way too far. It was it was greatness. Totally Everybody on really that great. everyone on that card card like it's a fight. <laughs> Everybody on that uh, on the tour could sing. Everybody. Everybody, yeah. We already gushed about Raven Lynn on our first episode. Yep. She was back. And I was She's happy back. that she was back because she has a song with Smino, who is the next person. No, I didn't get the pick, uh, the <laughs> combs, because he wasn't selling them. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was really upset. I feel the shade. I feel it. 
reminding me of past mistakes. My bad. <laughs> Which we brought up all of this on episode two. Yeah. Um, but going back, yeah, they have a song together called Glass Flows, and they they did it because they were both there. And mm-hmm. when he, his first attempt of trying to do it, she was like backstage, I guess, getting water in the bathroom or something. So it's like, hey, oh, Raven, come out. And then there's like a long pause. And he's like, yo, Raven. Where, where are you know. at? We're just gonna have to go to the next song then. <laughs> then I was like, no. Yeah, we were both like, no, she better come back. And then, then she like popped her head on stage. I'm like, I see your braids. I see your braids. <laughs> and then she's like, now we're ready. Now we're ready. And they made it like it's an already a sultry song, mm. and they made it even like, whew, live. Mm. Yo, they're such good performers. Like, yo, perform shout out to Samino who mm. just killed it since day one. Yeah. You yeah, know, and he's vocally up. too. He's like really, really good. And, and his, he has a distinct voice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, Very much. And he changed it, right? Like, you know how that's rarely done that people change the cadence or the style of the song when they perform it. They don't like to play around with it musically, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of people want to see when they perform it. Yes. You don't want to hear it at the exact same. Totally. For some songs yeah. you do, yeah. for some songs you don't. Mm-hmm. But because he's really musically talented, he was able to play around with so many songs mm-hmm. on stage and everyone was losing their mind every time he did it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he did Spit Shine, like, acapella at first and then Jeez, then the beat kicked in and all, all his backup dancers were bopping and really <laughs> rocking and it was wild yeah and the great thing too was like live they had band. a live band for everybody live band does. oh seriously yeah, yeah. yo i love that shit song. it just like ups every like you feel the energy of everybody yeah. especially just for like i mean for anybody but yeah. for somebody who's like vocally focused like all of these artists are it's just like yeah you need that it's so good it's so much better feel good yeah. Right. Good yeah. vibes. And then, so and then of course, Solana touched the stage, and mm. feelings were felt. <laughs> you know? And again, her as well. She was played with the songs musically, and she's just like a ball of energy on stage. Mm-hmm. She's doing flips and jumps and twirling around Say and what? dancing. Yeah, she dances she's a performers, lot. Yeah. And what was blowing my mind? I also brought this up when I saw friend of the show. Not really friend of the show yet, but soon to be friend of the show, Jason. From Extra Gravy. Mm, I saw him on road and we were talking about the show. And she's jumping up, dancing, twirling around, still holding every note. Remember how that's like not a thing now? People have to, you know, use a backup vocal. Backup vocals. Like your lip syncing. Exactly. If you're doing major choreography, typically you're lip syncing. No, she's jumping, dancing around, having fun, hair flowing all over the place, hitting every note. Yeah. Jesus. She could really perform my ass off. We were like, yeah. everyone was taken aback. And then she uh, dipped off stage and then took a picture of Drake. And <laughs> we never got an encore. You know, I'm salty. Yo, because Drake took <laughs> your girl. Salty. Sorry, she went. Sodium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a little bit weird. It was a sudden end to the show, I feel mm. like. It oh, felt yeah. like it was she was supposed to come back, but she didn't. She got distracted. Drake. Yeah. Drake <laughs> oh, he's trying to sign an OVL. <laughs> nah, it's I'm a TDE thing, no. Yeah, no, no. He was probably in the back like, don't you try it. Yeah, right. Don't you <laughs> in there. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> like, Top Dog you. is back you there, know? like, yeah. watching him. Yeah. No. No, That's that. what happened. She yeah. got kidnapped after. Keep that arm higher up. Keep that arm. Keep that. Yeah, I see you trying right, to right. scoop that arm lower. Keep that arm higher up. Yeah, for Legit. real. Oh my god. Good show though. Yeah, really it's a good show. And you might see us at some next shows because a string of them just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. We have rap what, season. Black is dropping. Kid Cudi's coming. Mm-hmm. Might not see us there, but Flying Lotus has one coming soon. Shit. 
Daniel Caesar has one coming soon. Gone. And of course, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. So, Sid. Oh, Sid. Oh, yeah. Sid yeah. just, Sid just got announced too. as well. Yeah. So, to- yo, Toronto and Autumn is pretty fucking hot. Right? I feel like this happens every year. It's Around like, this time? Yeah. People start showing up. Concerts. <laughs> but it's like, yo, season. you know our weather is shitty. Can y'all work with us? And, yo, that's how you know Toronto fans are down for whatever. Because yeah. they will come out. If it's like yeah. a snowstorm, they still oh, showing yeah. out. Yeah. And they'll wait. And they'll, they'll buy and they'll, mm. they'll engage. Trust me, <laughs> yeah. I, I have my I have my my heat tech thanks to Uniqlo. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready, Fog. Shout out, looking for you that know? sponsor. You know? Yo, it's coming. I'm you ready, dog? Got some things we talking to the universe. Right, speaking into existence. Right. Oh, one more joke before we move on to our, our serious facts. But going back to the show, there it seems to be plagued by all kinds of like tech issues. Mm. So. It was fine for... Wait, Venue? A Rebel. So, ex- yeah. used to be Sonic Academy. Interesting. Yeah. Rebel? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm shocked because Rebel is, like, a newer venue. Like, that shit That's should be joke. taught. Like, what's the problem? So, uh, DJ Fresh Finesse, who we also saw in No Name. Aight. He was good there. Yeah. He was spinning there. Mm-hmm. He tried to play. His system wasn't hooking up to the... Yeah. And it so he was work. there trying to stall for time. He brought girls on stage to dance. Like, he's like, I don't know. He, he was, was telling like, jokes. Trying to entertain. <laughs> he he's like, like, I'm going to start doing stand-up comedy up here. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what to do. And then you just saw, like, in the corner, everyone with the by the computers and the... It was like a flashlight. Audio engineers just kind of looking around like, and shrugging and being like, yeah. fill for time. And they're giving them hand signals like it's a baseball match. Like... <laughs> Uh, it was yeah. it was good times, and I was kind of looking around like, all right, just plug in the aux cord or something. You know, right? for real, really. You see how like yo, you take ten steps forward when all you need, like technically, yo, if you just hook that up to get away, yeah, you know, this <laughs> wouldn't have been an issue. Thankfully, nothing happened when the performers were performing. Like that part was ironed out and smooth, but it's yeah. just like everything in between was just a mess. Yeah, like the transitions were sloppy. Yes, like Raven Lene came out, he, silence, silence. Like, people were tearing down their machines and setting up and moving their keyboards and their drums in silence. And yeah. The crowd's just kind of sitting there. Well, I feel silence. like this was the same issue. Like, the DJ couldn't do his job. Couldn't play anything, right? yeah. So, Shit. yeah. That was lame. So, that, that's the only... <laughs> I don't know what the issue was there. Because, we, like we said, we saw uh, Fresh Finesse before, and he... Yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah, I like his set. So, you know, he knows how to move a crowd. Yeah, so don't know what happened there, but maybe it's just Rebel, maybe... We'll see. Well, I feel it might have been just like a show thing. Yeah, could like have been just that. something shitty happened that day. Show but so like everything ran on time, except then SZA was like super back, delayed yeah. because whatever was going on with the sound. Oh, so do you think maybe that's why shit got cut short? Could have been. Because, mm, no. okay, <laughs> my thing with Rebel, I thought Rebel after the concert, I thought they would open up as a club and I I feel like they don't. It it doesn't on like a regular day. I don't think because that idea. It was yeah, because like you're right. I, I you I forgot that uh, she came out super delayed and they're mm-hmm. even her like keyboardist and mm-hmm. her guitar player where they're trying to like strum yeah, and nothing's yeah, yeah. happening. Yeah, and remember you were like, oh yeah, I see everybody nodding now. Yeah. It, it seems to be like they fixed whatever was going on, was and it? then instantly she went out and it was fine. And, and then, she killed it. Yeah, yeah. her she, presence just made everything. Just fixed yeah. every, all the technology. Yeah, but, like yeah. she's like, let me finish my drink, which she did come on stage with a drink. So <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> that's gangster. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Alright, so how are we going to not so smooth transition into this next topic, though? Yo, okay, so this topic is a little... I want to say... I don't want to say heavy. I'll say real. Mm-hmm. And I'll say close to the heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I'll keep it like that. It, it, it's, a, it's, it's an innocence. 
I don't want to say it's a serious topic because it is, but it's definitely a discussion that needs to be had. Yeah. And it all kind of started with the whole Charlottesville thing that's kind of been building its own energy and kind of getting spun out in different cities. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, we're in Toronto, but... They everybody... tried to have one here, and they were mm-hmm. scared of the defas. So yeah, legit. they canceled yeah. for now. I'm pretty sure somebody was like, nope, not in my city, and yeah. just shut that shit the fuck down. Well, because there were counter-rallies that were planned, right? So they were like, yeah, so oh, they're like, we're scared. We don't we're scared. Do someone's gonna take back our free speech and dump us in our mouth you know I saw a tweet of some stupid article that was like this is why you should never counter protest and what they were talking about is like specifically planning a rally on the same day at the same space or Mm -hmm. venue or whatever Um, it was at U of T right it was gonna be at U of T this was yes but they were talking more general about how like doing that just like invites quote-unquote violence and how it like breeds hostility whatever the shit if you want to protest something protest it on a different day at a different time in a different place and who wrote this article uh, some bullshit conservative of course but anyways (laughs) but so the response uh tweet no dog run up fam (laughs) yo the response tweet that i saw was okay so people are canceling these racist nationalist rallies because they're scared, and you want us to stop doing something that's working. Right? Okay, yeah. that makes no sense. And that's that. this is my number one thing. It's like, yo, people don't get it. Yeah. And it's something so simple, and it's like... Totally. The message just literally just goes over everybody's yeah. but head. But the, the argument was that, like, Charlottesville wouldn't have gotten as much publicity, or people wouldn't be talking so much about it, giving these bad people their attention if Mm. the counter rally didn't happen and if you know it didn't spur the whole driving into the crowd thing that ended up killing a woman uh that the argument is that that would never have happened if white nationalists were just allowed to do their thing protest and and then go home at the end of the night so if white people were continuing to being white people and just letting shit happen exactly so I, like, I think that's stupid, <laughs> but that was their argument, that the whole country, and I think this is totally false, but this, the idea was that the whole country doesn't feel this way, and that, like, the majority of people don't support what these people are doing. Okay. Which, maybe the majority of the country doesn't support it, and the, by the country, I mean by America, but enough people are starting to see that it's okay to voice your opinions on this thing and it's okay to feel this way that it's just growing more and more and it's going to get worse and worse okay so the argument is to not give them don't give them the energy and the intention yeah which is the typical like strategy that's like the turn the other cheek bullshit yeah which is typical strategy that that, that celebrities uh do that uh, totally yeah 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 wasn't it who was tina fey was just saying uh was making a joke on saturday night live and she was saying oh well we're just gonna just just eat cake yeah just eat cake just don't pay attention don't pay attention just eat cake every time you see someone just eat cake I'm sorry, but that, I mean, nothing spells white privilege than saying something like that. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, you, you get what I'm saying? You have the luxury yeah. to just eat cake. So people yeah. were talking about how, like, she did that as, like, 
satirical yeah. thing where it's supposed to be like, no, obviously that's a really dumb thing to do yes. and you're supposed to do the opposite. But that's not really <laughs> clear. Okay, that's my whole not thing... really that kind of doesn't, you know. Yeah, and you know what? With Tina Fey specifically, because mm-hmm. she is a comedian who she does like a lot of like political jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me just judging that off the path is like, yo, it's like timing is a thing too, right? And it's yeah. like, to me, that's such an, I don't think that was the right timing and I don't think that was the right way to go about it if it mm-hmm. is a joke. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like It is satirical, yeah. How many but, people have to die? Like, what's wrong with you? But yeah. it's like the thing where you are joking about it, but that's what most people do anyway. And I guess that's the joke, but people are like, oh, but she says it's cool and we can pretend to not get that it's a joke mm-hmm. and therefore carry on and not do anything. Yeah, exactly. See, and this yeah. is my whole yeah, thing. Exactly. People... People choose like people look at Trump like he's a joke, but it's like, yo, what is Trump doing at the end of the day? You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's nice for you guys to point and laugh and like, oh, you know. Totally. But yeah. it's like, yo, I'm sorry, but like the thing about a joke, especially in those forums, is that like, yo, you have to have some sort of semblance of intelligence mm-hmm. to understand it. Mm-hmm. You're talking to a majority of people who don't understand that type mm-hmm. of joke. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. who's the joke on? Like, you get what I'm saying? That's why I don't find. Yeah. I, don't, I feel like it's not effective. That's like on election night. Somebody at work was like, oh, this is going to be a funny night. Like, we'll see. I just think this whole thing is entertaining. And I, like, instantly was like, I, you cannot say that ever again. These are people's lives. Legit. And, like, huge, massive things will happen for not the greater good of the majority of people in his country if he comes into power. You cannot joke. It's not funny. It's like, in a sense, like, it's America's biggest joke that went too far right yeah. it's like yo even if they're like oh god and, like i'll take i'll take him over a woman right you get what exactly. i'm saying it's just like yeah, really, yeah, like yeah. yo i've heard people go off about this whole how could she how dare she send her daughter an email from you know and i'm like dude your president is best friends with like a russian pre- like really it's it's yeah. weird how you kind of you, you you can kind of pick what you choose to focus the, the on the man is endorsed by the <laughs> yeah, exactly. White privilege gives White you the power privilege. to pick and choose exactly. what you want to address and when. 100%. And pick the days. Oh, dude, don't do it during my time. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> you can have your free speech yeah. between these hours at this time, okay? <laughs> you could protest another time because that's totally your right and you're allowed to do it. Yeah. But don't, quote unquote, invite violence by coming to my rally and counter-protesting what I say. Invite these nuts. Okay, so first of all, (laughs) if black people and white... Like, see, if a group of my friends, right? Mm. Imagine us. We're gonna, like, you know what? We're gonna gonna do a protest. We'll we'll do it on a different day. Mm -hmm. And we all show up, I mean, just for, like, stylistic points. Mm -hmm. We're gonna show up in our black berets and leather leather jackets. Mm -hmm. What the fuck do you think is gonna happen within the first five minutes? 100%. I'm getting shot. Yeah, somebody's getting shot for sure. Everyone else is getting arrested, but first beaten. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, bye to your fucking little theory. You get what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we can't do those things. Mm -hmm. Like, this is our only way. Like, yo, we don't have any more options. Mm -hmm. We don't have any other weapons. Right? Like, yo, you guys want to talk your shit? I'm going to be right there. You want to talk your shit? Just talk it right in front of me. Yeah, It's like, yo, these people get, they get together and they get bold. And then you have a president that's, yo, I'm tired, but I'm I'm old school. Yo, you're silent, gives consent. Uh Uh-huh. If you don't say nothing against it, and that's why, like, I have an issue with all of... Like, I, I have an issue with most entertainers. I have an issue with most people with the platform that's not taking a side. Mm-hmm. This isn't the time to be silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Totally. This is the time it's like, yo, people need you. Like you said, like, yo, there are lives at risk. And you mm-hmm. don't know how many more people are going to be affected. Mm-hmm. How many more people aren't in the position to take care. And it's like, 
it's become a joke. I found out about this through fucking Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this thing grow and it's like I can't I can't even claim that I'm surprised, but it it's still painful. Not well past surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's not surprising and then it's, at it's all. growing and it's mm-hmm. growing and then yo, like in a sense like a cancer, like yo, mm-hmm. people hear about it on Twitter and then all of a sudden they start springing up in all these other towns and it's just like yo Just like here, right? Like, come on, really? Charlotte, sorry, where's Charlottesville? Uh, in, um, Virginia. Okay. How far is that from Toronto? Like, far. <laughs> Not close. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that my whole point is like, yo, we're all connected. You get what I'm saying? Everybody, I don't care, I, I hate to say it, but America is a sense, is a leader in mm-hmm. this global stage. Mm-hmm. People are watching them at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit like this pops off, everywhere else starts to echo. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. Right? Yeah. yeah. And not everybody is as insulated and protected like America takes care of their white nationalists. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah. It's just nuts. But yeah, there was another video uh, circulating on Twitter. Um, and it wasn't at Charlottesville, but it was at some other rally or something. Or at least I think it was somewhere else. But it was this guy, white guy dressed up in, like, a Make America Great Again hat and, like, the white polo and the full-on outfit, and people started chasing him (laughs) and, like, yelling at him and, like, throwing shit at him. So he starts ripping off his clothes, literally. Like, throws his hat away, takes his shirt off, and he's like, yo, man, I'm not really a white nationalist. I thought it would be funny to, like, show up. I saw this video, yeah. And then the guy filming him is like, Okay, so you think it's funny to be, like, racist? You think this is, like, a good time? This is, like, your, how you get your kicks. And he's like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not offensive. I just think it's, like, funny when people are, like, offended by shit. And then he's like, okay, so you think it's okay that you can just rip off your clothes, literally, and be somebody completely different? A black person can't do that with their face, right? Like, you can't do that. So... That right there is your white privilege. Do you really not understand that? They don't get it. You really don't understand. They don't like get it. it's they don't see that it. you are it. You are it. You are white privilege. You just proved how it works. And like that's And he's my... still like, Why are people attacking me? I'm yeah. not really a white nationalist. And then they play this victim card, like, exactly. Oh no, you maybe you're just ultra sensitive. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You just like really do You're just playing the yeah. the but the black card. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, where are these black cards? Like, <laughs> <laughs> where they are? They, were they handing them where out? No, legit. <laughs> oh my god. No, like it, it. You're saying that it kind of brings up that whole Zoe Deschanel thing, right? Where it's like, oh, okay, you could choose to be white, you could choose to be black, but it's like, yo, it could never work the opposite way. Like yeah. a white, yeah, like yeah. a black person. So I said the wrong name, didn't I? Oh, Rachel. Sorry, Rachel. Rachel my, yeah. yeah. Why did you call her Zoe Deschanel? <laughs> That's why I was like, I was following on like, wait, what? No. <laughs> my bad. I don't know why the hell I'm thinking about that stupid ass show. I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm you talking mean about. Katie Perry? White girl. Yeah. Okay. So the the girl, the woman, Rachel Dozo. Yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> the woman who claimed that she was black. Yeah. Mm. And, like, I guess did her hair, you know, mm-hmm. like, you get what I'm saying? She was yeah. just claiming something that mm-hmm. she wasn't. Totally, yeah. And a lot of people, you know, were upset about it. A lot of people had a lot to say about it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yo, she didn't, the fact that she didn't understand, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you can, it could go one way, but it can't go the other. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. A black person, I could never walk into someone and be like, yo, what? I'm white. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> funny enough that you brought up Zoe Deschanel, and I, in turn, thought of Katy Perry. Speaking mm-hmm. of Katy Perry, now she's in her urban phase, mm-hmm. <sighs> which this is. She's not the first pop star to ever go through this. There's oh tons, my god, there's tons there's of There's tons who've done this. Bro, you said that I instantly got a headache. And then as soon and then as soon as they're like, Well, that's not cool anymore, then they take it off and they're like, Hey, why'd America accept me again? Uh, uh anybody remember Miley Cyrus? Who was like, I'm not making rap, quote unquote, anymore. <laughs> because it's when too was she violent. Yo, trying it's it out. Too misogynistic. That's way when it doesn't work. Exactly. On to the next. Yep. Totally. Dude, what? You tried so hard to be black, and now you're like, it's too much for me. It didn't work out, right? She couldn't. She couldn't. She couldn't handle the pressure. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stop trying that now. Like legit, and that no, that to me is ridiculous. It's like yo, and she, yo, she had everybody's air, right? Mm -hmm. Use that, yo. Just say something, you know. Take a side, Mm -hmm. stand up for something. Yeah. Especially because she's got, like, she's got a big history of, like, standing up for gay rights and, like, Homeless people. I've seen her do amazing things with her platforms. Yo, the one time is a culture that you claim you love, you Mm -hmm. know, by imitating it. Mm -hmm. Dude, say something, anything. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It it gets too heavy. It's too controversial. She already got what she wanted. What was her number one? She made her her money. Now it's time to go. I'll take that off. What's the next thing? She's back to her little country roots, strumming about fucking Malibu. Ooh, congratulations. What about those black kids that you've been imitating this entire time? Where the fuck you think they at? Mm -hmm. They ain't in Malibu, honey. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, shit like this just pisses me off. Legit. And then it's like, I'm in a, this is kind of like a segue, yeah. But it's like, yo, so us, okay, so for me, I'll speak for myself. I'm looking, and this is why to me, like, 444 was such a huge deal. Uh Mm -hmm. I'm looking to my people, like, I'm looking to my rappers, I'm looking to my entertainers, I'm looking to, like, any sort of, like, black person in a position to say something and be heard. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for them to start stepping up, right? And the thing, a lot of people are like, yo, and I understand it, like, fear works in that sort of way, right? Mm -hmm. But once somebody says, see somebody saying something, and they know that, you know, I kind of agree with it, you're going to start to stand up. And Jay-Z did it in a way that, People were listening, and people needed to take in the message, and people did take in the message. What? My whole thing is like, okay, Jay-Z is one rapper. How mm-hmm. many rappers do we have? How influential is hip-hop? How mm-hmm. many stars are in the sky? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but there are... Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, Jay-Z is right now, like, a mega super billion superstar. Right. So, it makes sense that... Like, there are other people who have been saying stuff from time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you're right, it's not being absorbed as it is. But, like, now when it's extra crucial and everyone's mm-hmm. kind of looking for something, like you said, looking to the, the black people in power, looking to their black leaders. Mm-hmm. Right, their they're, palette they're, is ready for yeah, it. Yeah, they're equivalent. Totally. Yeah. yeah, now would be the time. But here's the thing that gets shaky now. Now is it, how do you split what's genuine and what's not, right? Like, how do you split mm-hmm. where someone's not like, all right, this is what's in now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something on that vein. Or versus, like, no, nah, I'm gonna, we're going to address this. Mm-hmm. And this is how you know. When they speak up and they say something, mm. right? And then the backlash comes, because it does. Mm. Mm-hmm. How are they reacting to it? If they disappear and they never say anything again, you mm-hmm. know exactly what it is. Right. They right? Try and it happens time and time again. I remember, yeah. um, <laughs> I saw like this clip on Twitter, and people were like singing like, the move, get out the way. And then Ludacris, yeah. like, I don't know if he dun, Instagrammed dun. it, he said the, the dun, video, dun. he's like, yo, this is... This is what it is. Like, that makes me feel good. And he's like, here I am on a black-owned jet with a father and son pilot, black people all around me. Like, yo, this is it. Like, this is what we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just like, yo. Yeah, 
Yeah, go. Look, like, yo, we have the leaders, right? And we need y'all. So mm-hmm. show up, right? And it's like, yo, this this war, I don't even want to call it a war. I don't want to put that energy out there. But this issue, we need everybody's all hands on deck. Yes. We can't win this by ourselves. Like, white people, brown people, Latino people, jump on us. Like, we need your help. Mm-hmm. And, like, keep in mind, like, yo, we are, what, a couple shades darker from being you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, yo, in another life, if you believe in that, if your ass comes back a darker shade, yeah. think about how your life is going to change. Yeah. yeah. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> That's what you say. Yo, legit. Yeah, it was just crazy because we're like, oh, okay, I know a lot of the argument is like, okay, yo, a rapper's a rapper. You're a fucking entertainer. Shut the yeah, fuck up. So, yeah, yeah. So, so here's the thing. This is um another argument that like, I have tired of seeing, which is everyone saying, stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. Like, we expect X from you, you do X, that's it. We expect you, Don Cheeto, we don't expect you to talk about anything political or go make another fucking Iron Man movie. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't care. No, I never understood that. The amount of people that came for John Legend when he first started speaking out against Trump. John Legend, what do you know about anything? Go back and play the piano. Stick to the music, Stick to making music. Colin Kaepernick, when he's... First time he knelt down. No just one throw asked the you to ball, do this. Just throw the fucking football, nigger. Yeah. Like, no one's asking for it. all of this. Every time someone in, in this entertainment spectrum, whether that's sports entertainment, that's bullshit. Black people are entertainment, period. But anytime one of them speak out, all of their quote-unquote fans that mm-hmm. are not black, and sometimes even the dumbass black ones, are like, yeah, but we didn't ask this for you. Kind of stay in your lane. Don't rub that in her face. We, we didn't. We didn't. We don't want this. Yeah. Just go back to making a song. We don't care about all of this. Just go back to making a song, and this goes back to my favorite J Cole track, Kenny Lofton, mm-hmm. which is the whole crux of the song, which is about Kenny Lofton, who was on the uh, Major League Baseball team. I can't remember. I think it was Cleveland, and he was like one of their best players. But the hook in the song is. Kenny Lofton, you feel my pace. They only care about a nigga when you're stealing the base. And then throughout the song, J. Cole just keeps making other connections and lines related to other famous entertainers mm-hmm. like Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone who's kind of like had the platform and spoke out using their platform. Mm-hmm. And got crucified for and it. And got exactly. crucified for it. And only to be told like, we don't want this from you. You just entertain us. Yeah. You don't... No, no, no. You Remember, we still owe you. Own yeah. you. We don't want anything else from you. Yeah. Just entertain me, win my football game, and yeah. so like my, my football yeah, game. Yeah, win my football yeah. game. Yo, like I'll buy your jersey. Exactly. That's yeah. it. But don't never forget where you are. You're there for my entertainment. That's I made it. you. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Don't try to get anything else out of this. So every time I see that shit pop up, like it irks me, and I always think back to this song because. Mm-hmm. He was like again, like he was what the record for stealing. I think he he like had the record in like stealing all the bases or some shit. Mm, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I remember reading up about it a long time ago yeah, when, when I first heard the first track out, yeah. and reading up because the song just spoke to me about everything related to it. Totally. How yeah. just stay in your lane. Don't they don't want you to do anything else. Just do that. So do that one thing. Do that one thing, and how dare you try to step out of it? And you see that time and time and again. Every, and every time there's another example of it, I just go back to that song. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, no, that, that's your main... They only want you to be entertainment. Yeah. Like if LeBron James was to start talking about anything political right now, they would be on his ass. Well, they yeah. are on his ass. Because like, he <laughs> did start talking about it. it and now they're like, uh, just, just, excuse you. Just dunk the basketball. Just yeah. throw the ball in the hoop, well, and man. You know what? In a sense, I understand it. Because yo, you're playing in a gym that's not your... Like at the end of the day, they're employees. 
You get you get what I'm saying? But they're not. The, my, they transcended employees, though. Like. But this isn't coming from like. LeBron's not being told by his management. Yeah, it's not, not coming to from management. Up. It's, it's right. coming from, up from LeBron fans. From quote unquote fans. Yeah. Who are like, um, why aren't you just playing the game that you're supposed to play? It's really not that big a deal. Just play ball. So that's like their catch twenty two. If I say something, I'm gonna get called out. If I don't say something, I get called out regardless. And it's not well, even for sure. from one Like end. look from what's happening the in the NFL you. right now. Like yeah. the NFL is like way worse because systemically mess. it's like really fucked up and now nobody wants to sign Cap and nobody like gives a shit about what happens to him in the NFL organization. Right. But like the NBA, which is like known for being more liberal and whatever, it's the fans that are being like, sit down, shut up, play the game. And like why do you think that happens? Is it because I mean, a majority of them are white? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> yo, like I, I said, don't want to hear but... my black man I like all all I want from you is a song. If you can't give me that I don't want to hear from you. Well, all right, going back, we could now take this into music, which is our realm. Going back to mm-hmm. when Beyonce dropped Formation. Mm-hmm. And that was a spinning joke. <laughs> that had how many heads blew up. Beyonce's mm-hmm. black? Yeah. That was, what? Uh, yeah, SNL was probably SNL's like, greatest skit in, <laughs> in recent history. Uh, if you don't know what we're referring to, just YouTube it. Yeah. Uh, the day that uh, the world found out Beyonce, Beyonce was, was black. black. <laughs> When she dropped formation, and like I said, the heads were spinning, exploding, bloods were coming out of the ears. Like people were like, "What? Why is she talking about the? Is she talking about her, her, how she loved her man's Negro nose? What? What is? Mm-hmm. Can she just go back to single ladies? I don't understand. What is? Mm-hmm. I don't. Wh- uh huh. Where did this come from? Uh, uh <laughs> Her entire life. Yeah. Her existence. Her existence. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? It makes no damn sense. It just yeah. really doesn't make any damn sense that there is like, all right, you you're expected to do justice, and you deviate from that, and we don't like it. Yeah, they don't understand it. Yeah. They can't support something that they don't understand. Or I mean, technically they can because they do it all the time, right? And oh this yeah, is my course, whole yeah. thing with like concerts is like, yo, I'll go to that Vince Staples one. Yeah, where it's mm-hmm. like, yo, here he is, like talking mm-hmm. about some. He's dropping some fucking lines. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I here I am in the audience, and I'm looking when he's saying these lines. And then there's not no reaction. A flicker in the eyelids. Nothing. Yeah. And you're one of like thirty black people. Yeah. Yeah. Le- le- yeah. <laughs> more <laughs> than that. That's another thing. Yeah, there's like, a handful of us. More than that. More a than handful. That. You I'm get what I'm around, saying? But there's the majority is definitely his white fans. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, are you are you guys listening to the music? Are you guys really taking it in, or is this just fast food in a sense, or fast music to you? Well, is it yeah. just a cool in thing to be doing? I, I remember having conversations when Formation dropped, when people were like, oh, this song is, like, a little bit different. I don't know if I'm, like, into this, like, new sound of hers. And they, like, kind of ignore the fact. Right. Of what she was talking about. Yeah, they're trying to veil. Yeah, of what she's actually talking about. It's not that the song's different. It's not like her sound's different. It's yeah. the content. The content. They, totally. They're, they're trying to find a way to... Oh well, we we're not a fan of this new sound that mm-hmm. she's doing, and I don't. No, you just don't like the fact that she's talking about being black. Yeah. Do you think they're or conscious like, of it? But it, even like, yes, I think some people for sure are. But sometimes I think it's just complete ignorance too, because yeah. you don't understand. Because you would never like say me, who is a white person, I would never need to make that song, right? So like, it's hard to understand that like. 
she needed to make that song and whether she's obviously not speaking to white people in that song so it's so it's like they don't we they don't get it because it's not for them right and they don't understand why it would need to be made so to them it's just a song that sounds maybe sort of similar to what she's put out before. It's like, I can't dance to this. But sonically, I it's love different. Hit me, girl. So, no, no yeah. you can't dance to that. Yeah, and like, they feel weird singing along to it, so they like, don't, so it's not like, it's not like a Beyonce jam, right? Right. Case in point, let's bring it back to how we started the show, talking about Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Kendrick dropped Good Kid, Mad City, mm. got a shit ton of fans. Mm-hmm. Kendrick's follow-up album, mm. Pimper Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blink black, blackly black as fuck. <laughs> it was like, it, oh, and now if you if you so his general fan base was like, yeah, it's not as good as the first album. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really feeling that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're all tiptoeing and dancing around and on the tippy toes, getting around the fact that that out they they don't know how to act because the album's not for them. Yeah, it's not for you. Yeah, and. Which should be, we could really break down if, like, hip-hop and songs in general are... Or some of the songs or the stories that even in Good Kid Mad City, none mm-hmm. of them could ever relate to. But it's, yeah. So it's hard for him thing. to say but that that's, that's the thing, because them. in Good Kid Mad City, like, I feel like a lot of, especially, like, younger white kids sort of see the romance in that in a oh, really that, fucked up you. way. Thank Same you. With the like, gangster romance. Totally. It's Same easy with... for me to see a black man in a, a, as a gangster or the gangster rap because totally. to me that's a fantasy that I've never had yeah. to experience. Yeah. I'll never and, have to be and in. That I think and you make is, it sound so good. And yeah. you, I think that it's really quote unquote cool. Like, exactly. There's like how many movies like so many kids that saw like Juice were like oh this is so cool like these kids are like I want to be just like them. So I feel like there is that romance in Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. But to Pimp a Butterfly, mm. it's not because that's not how that's framed, right? Like, yeah. it's not from the mm, point yes. of view of a young kid. It's not like, I grew up, this is my story. It's more like, greater picture. It's more like, this is some fucked up shit. Like, it's not relatable. Mm-hmm. In, in that same sort it's, of way. It, it's definitely uh, not, like, it's not easy to take. It's not... Yeah, but also it's not, it, like you said, it's not written for white people. It's not addressing us. And not that mm. Gookie Mad, Mad City was addressing white people, but it is that sort of story. It fit the narrative you, that, yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's easy for me to, it's easy for me to understand because I know the story of a gangster. You yes. know what I'm saying? Or because I of think what, I do. Exactly. I really don't. But and I on think top I of that, do. because they're so far removed from it, it's cool. Yeah. So, which is such a weird, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, like the cool factor in black people and why mm-hmm. there's this, in a sense, correlation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I like a country kid from like the friggin', I don't know, like a suburb neighborhood can go into like any random white school mm-hmm. and like, they'll be seen as something different. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, all their projections are on this kid. Yeah. Even though this kid might be, like, the furthest thing from, like, a gangster or, like, the cool kid. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, they have that attraction on them. Mm-hmm. But anyways, going back to, like, Beyonce and, like, the format. Like, I remember their... 
Beyonce, like, I swear she's, like, notorious for not, not showing up to the BTs. Like, they're, like, yeah. mm-hmm. she's notorious. Like, her mm-hmm. and Jay-Z, they're just, when, I just think they're out the fucking, I think their budget's probably, like, yeah. <laughs> their, like, show fees is probably, like, ten times the budget for that entire show. Yeah. yeah. And then the one year that her and Kendrick Lamar came, mm-hmm. and, like, you knew she came with a purpose, mm-hmm. she served the purpose, mm-hmm. it was heard around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? The people who she was talking to got it. Mm-hmm. The people yes. who didn't had a problem with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that to me was just like it kind of showed us exactly where we are, and in a sense oh, how yeah. and how we're not anywhere, and how nothing Thank has you. changed. We're not anywhere. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly what I was getting. Because the to. problem is, hey, 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 this isn't for me. Yeah. Everything is for me. So stop Everything talking has because been it's for not me. important. Yeah. Why exactly. is this not for me? Everything has been for me. Everything is mine. This is what the same reason isn't? why, like, white people have problems with like an all-black channel or like an all-black school all-black school anything like that because they're like oh what do you mean segregation's bad haven't you been telling us this whole time that it's bad but they don't understand that like a black person's experience in a white space is everyday fucking life Thank you. Yeah. It's like, yo, you're in a world that is made for you, by you, yeah. supporting you. So you need a space that's just for you. Like, that you can have your community and have your culture. For us, by us. Exactly. <laughs> right, but it needs to be seen, like, in a sense, like, yo, their first thing is to get threatened. Yeah. Like, you're oh, threatened. Like, yo, totally, from yeah. today, yeah. it's like, yo, culture is, in a sense, society is, like, programmed for, like, yo, if you see a group of, like, black mm-hmm. people gathering. That's too scary. Whoa. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Something must be going down. That's not positive at all. You yeah. get what I'm saying? It's going to turn heads. If a police drives by, say there's seven black guys, they're mm-hmm. stopping. Oh, they're yeah. going to pull around closer. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, white people don't have that problem. Nope. You get what never. I'm saying? How yeah. else can a rally like this go on? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A group, it would never get that big mm-hmm. because cops would shut it down before it even began. Yeah, it's exactly. seen as threatening. It's seen as something else. And it's just totally. like, yo, you guys use what you think I am and miss the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When so when do we when do we get a voice when do we get to see when can we be heard mm-hmm. right people yeah. like yo and this is why the thing what you're saying with like yo they want us to schedule it on a different day mm-hmm. at a different mm-hmm. time it mm-hmm. pisses me off so much because it's just like yo here you are again trying to dictate how I speak yeah. when I'm where speaking, I speak mm-hmm. where I speak and to whom I'm speaking and you don't get it yeah this is the problem and the my least favorite counter argument is if i had an all-white school you'd have a problem with that honey they're all what all yeah, exactly like, you mean every school exactly every school ever you like black people will always be the outsider always yo even like yo <laughs> remember how we were talking about in a sense okay so we both went to school i think we all went to school in toronto mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying and we're talking about okay what was your dress do you remember the dress code of your school um, so I didn't have one in high school because I went to an art school, but, um, in... The dress code was berets and, uh... <laughs> and capes. A lot of kids wore capes. <laughs> fucking lie. That actually yeah, sounds kind of no dope. Joke. Um, but in my... Do you uh, remember elementary or anything? In my middle school, because I went to school at, uh, Jane and Lawrence, so there was a lot of, like, no bandanas, no, like, you couldn't, um, hike up one of your pant legs. Okay. That was not okay, because that's, like, a gang thing. Okay. Yeah. And there was, like, a lot of the stupid girl stuff, like, your skirt can't be shorter than where your hands reach on your legs, you know. Okay, (laughs) so what is that, in a sense, when you take a step back, what is that really, that's, it's about control, Yeah, right? Yeah, 100%, yeah. And who's controlling what? Yeah. Right? Because ultimately, who is it? 
Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Which voice is speaking and which isn't allowed to speak. Totally. Because yeah. in a sense, like, to me, like, in a sense, it's kind of disgusting because you're sexualizing what? A 12-year-old? Well, that's a the thing, right? So an the, 11-year-old? Like, really? So for the, for the girl stuff, the argument is, like, boys don't understand how to control themselves yet. So why don't you teach the boys instead of telling the girls that they're doing something wrong, right? Right. So, but... Also, going back to, like, the whole, oh, you can't wear do-rags, you can't wear bandanas, you can't wear this, you can't wear that. Yeah, so that happened in my high school, Mm -hmm. and the biggest joke is that my high school was in an area that was predominantly Asian, Mm -hmm. so there was a, maybe, if we're being generous, about 37 black people in my high school. Okay. Uh, My high school had a no bandana, no do-rag policy. Mm. Who do you think is wearing those things? 80% of my school doesn't know what a fuck a do-rag is. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, who are they talking to? Yeah, right? who specifically are they trying to... But also the other thing with that is like, I feel like the powers that be in these schools are like, oh, you know, you can't... These kids who are not black can't be influenced by you guys or by your culture or by your entertainment even, like movies, whatever... Because that's in some way bad, right? Like, if you and try to dangerous. imitate them, that's dangerous to it's you. It's seen as threatening. You shouldn't be that because that's lower. That's not as worthy. You don't aspire to be somebody who wears a do-rag. Yo. Like, you know? And they don't even understand what a fucking do-rag is for, right? Yo, you It has nothing to do. It kills me. It brings me back. I'm so sorry. It brings me back. Yo, this woman was like... Because her daughter, so goes to school in an mm-hmm. area, and she's Indian, goes yeah. to school in an area that's pretty much Indian and black, mm-hmm. right? But this is in Brampton, by the way, so you know, like, yeah. the Indian population is actually overtaking. Anyways, so she, her daughter's like, yo, and then her mom was like, why are you, why are you talking like that? Why are you trying to be black? And to me, I was just like, wow. why is yo considered black? black. Like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, that's not your culture. And I was just like, so black culture is slang. That's interesting yeah. how she how they attached one to the other. Yeah. And ultimately she's saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. So how do you tell like how do you grow up a kid and how how does a child begin to open up their mind to understand mm-hmm. what life is like for somebody who's not like them if you've already shut it down. Totally. You yeah. get what I'm saying? And if you're like a parent being like, Oh, I'm trying to get you to be friends with all kinds of people, but then you're, like, turning around and being like, no, but don't act like them. What? (laughs) Like, back to, like, the whole school thing. Like, okay, you dress how you're influenced, right? Mm -hmm. Back in high school, or back in elementary... Yo, everything I wore, like, I loved hip-hop just because I felt like, okay... Growing up, all of of my parents listened to was reggae. Mm -hmm. My parents are, like, in a sense, like, we call them freshies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were immigrants. Like, Mm -hmm. they spoke patois, and that's something Mm -hmm. that, like... You had Sanchez blasting. For the longest time, like, I didn't... Like, I picked... I can understand it, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, it's not like I could speak it back. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, at the end of the day, they're kind of speaking at you. So, they take over the music in the house. And, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's beautiful music, but it's, like, okay... I don't understand that 100%. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So then you have something like hip-hop, which is in the language that I know, and it's talking about stories, and it's just totally, like, yo, yeah. that rage. Because, I mean, the reggae that we listened to, it wasn't necessarily... It was like lover's rock. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's like, yo, stand up and say no to Babylon, and like, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. 
I didn't even listen to dance hall until this is after high school. Anyways, so it was all positive stuff. Yeah. And here I am growing up in this experience and not understanding and where then, this yeah. rage is coming from. Mm-hmm. And your world is like probably very different, like just physically being here in Toronto, very different than like how they grew up. How they yeah. grew up. Right? right. So it's like, okay, here is the music that's talking about love. I just mm-hmm. come in, right? From a teacher who's ignoring me, put me in the back of the class. Totally, yeah. I asked a question, I just got shut down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like my parents is like, yo, you go to school and you get good grades. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right, like how? When the te- eat yeah, don't they won't yeah. let me. How when the yeah. teacher doesn't want you to? Yeah, exactly. How when someone tells a joke, you laugh, you're the one who gets in trouble. Yo, you're disruptive. Yeah. You're, 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 the, in a sense, they're telling you what's you're, wrong with you. You're a you bad are. influence. Yeah. You're a bad influence. You're 10, mm-hmm. 11. Mm-hmm. 12 13 yeah. yeah oh I yeah mean, and you're constantly told to quiet down oh yeah i have a, i've different. had numerous parents yell at me directly because the teacher told them that i was distracting their kid i'm like how how yo but first of all man like, sits on the other side of the classroom i'm how at the back I, of the class how, how am i distracting your ass i'm in the corner drawing dragon ball z like how am i distracting but also anybody? like think about how fucked up that is in the teacher's brain to be like, I don't understand how to teach your kid, so I'm going to blame another kid for their failure. Like, and think about that. A, well, think about what the systems are in. A hundred percent, yeah. And this is Toronto. Remember, multicultural Toronto. Yep. Oh, yeah. I never had a black teacher in my life. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I've had two. two yeah, two, I've had two. at least two. Dude, okay, keep in mind, D has a degree. Yeah. You went to university. Yeah. How many fucking years of school is that? No. And you had how many teachers that are black? Okay, let's see. I had. That's true too. One you, you in get junior what I'm high. Saying, yeah, yeah, one in no, junior you're high. You're totally right. One in junior high, two in high school, and one university problem. The fact that black. you can count them yeah, is so ridiculous. Four. How many white teachers have you had? There's <laughs> countless. <laughs> right? Because, <laughs> like, think about it too. Like, how many in one single grade? You don't have just one teacher, right? Like, you have a teacher that teaches you math. You have yeah. a different teacher that teaches you science. You have a different teacher that teaches you English. Like, out of all those people, if two were black... Yo, to be honest, like, I grew up playing sports, too. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember having a black coach. Mm-hmm. No black assistant coach. Right. To me, that's ridiculous. Like, me even just actually coming to that realization now is just crazy. Yeah. But in a sense, this is... Okay, so that was my experience, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So now, okay, I hear this hip-hop music and it's talking about shit and, like, the rage is there and the anger and there's an understanding, right? And you're naturally like, okay, this is what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Back then, everything was baggy. Everything was yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I, we didn't come Triple from means and, like, yo, yeah. you mean, like, you get what I'm saying? So, yo, a lot of us have, like, yo, you get hand-me-downs. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. My hand-me-downs, like, my, my cousin, right? Yeah. Who's yeah. a boy, so it's like, yo, I'm getting the baggy stuff, and, like, yo, back then, like, the tomboy look was in. That was so cool. Yo, all of a sudden, <laughs> my mom gets a letter, oh, you can't wear that to school. I need to start, like, you know, monitoring what you're wearing. Yo, the bandana thing. My dad is a Jamaican. Mm-hmm. First of all, a bandana, they call <laughs> it hang- <laughs> handkerchief. <laughs> yo, it's in your back pocket, but yeah. it's folded in, and it's always folded in a way, and it's just to wipe their sweat. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Literally, he tucks it out, like, it's honest, it's like what a pocket square is to a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? In the jeans, you get what I'm saying? He wipes his brow, and he puts it back. So he always had thousands of them, mm-hmm. right? I remember, I'm like, ooh, red was my favorite color. So I grabbed this red bandana. Uh-oh. Put it on my head, and I'm like, yo, I'm feeling like a warrior. In a sense, yo, I drew my confidence from hip-hop. Because it's like, yo, finally somebody's speaking my story, and I yeah. know I'm hurt. I know I'm understood. Because mm-hmm. somebody's Someone telling me words that I it. feel. Yeah. yeah. 
put this bandana on. I'm feeling like the king. You think I'm caring that this teacher is not? Yo, the teacher put me in the back of the class and won't answer my questions. What do I do naturally? You know how to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents made sure that I knew that much. Yeah. All right, I'll read it myself. Yeah. I'll teach myself. You I'll get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm doing that with my head, like with my with my bandana, with my yeah. red bandana tied on my head mm-hmm. and my braids long, my my, sheet, my 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 clothes are baggy. Yeah. And they have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And then you go on. It's like, yo, you can't wear this to school. I remember they went so far as to ban cornrows because they said it was gang related. Yeah. See, that's that's really. And you're like, stuff. which part? How so? And I was just Where? like. My mom's like, yo, when, what the fuck am I supposed to do with her hair? And the, yo, this is early on, so my mom didn't even know how to braid at this point. Yeah. Like, so that's exactly when I started perming my hair. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. And you yeah. see how it all it goes all into comes one. together. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, the yeah. one yeah. day I permed my hair, oh it my God, your hair's so nice. Look at that. It looks so different. It all comes together. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yo, this, and then it's the same people like, oh, okay, what? Was it not nice before? Like, uh, you get what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, uh, it, it doesn't like look it. like that. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Oh, but they're saying it looks so nice and I have a ponytail and I could swing it and it looks just like Becky's now. Yeah. And like, yeah. you get what yeah. I'm saying? Exactly, right? So, so now, okay, my now hair is straight. You get what I'm saying? I'm getting controlled and my mom's putting me on these fucking girl clothes that I hate. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm finally becoming acceptable because I am what they are. So now the kids are talking to me more. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So now I'm in the group. Somebody makes a joke, I laugh. Who gets in trouble? You. It's the loud black girl. Mm-hmm. It's that distraction. It's yep. that problem, right? You try to tell your story, your side of the story. What happens? Don't hear it. Shh. Yeah. Don't yeah. hear it. Shh. No, are you are you talking back? You're arguing. Shh. Go down to the principal's office. Mm. Yo, legit. I had a seat at the principal's office. I had a desk at the principal's office. Friends with the principal from like yeah. first day of school would be like, yeah. So I'll be meeting you a lot. I'll be seeing a lot. a lot of you. I'll be meeting you a lot. <laughs> It, yeah, to me, it's just ridiculous, and so, it's crazy. going back to something we did kind of skim upon this whole discussion about schools, how they want to well. control, quiet down, pretty much stamp out the yeah. existence and of black people in schools, in our school system, right? They, they call it as, we're falling through the cracks. There's, mm-hmm. they just, it starts at the home, you know. They just, they just don't care. There, there needs to be more... Um, the parents it's the parents you know yeah. it starts at home it starts at the home it starts at the home well really you go to the damn school and they don't want to teach you anything yeah you try to ask a question they don't want to answer it yep. you're trying you want to learn they don't want to help you so what do you do you have to self-learn you have to self-teach if you ask a question you're 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 considered slow and not getting it yeah. ah they try yeah. to pull that on me you too. get what i'm saying like it, it it's such a weird they dynamic tried that one and keep in mind these are it. children yep. versus adults uh-huh. in a school system surrounded like you get what i'm saying and i'm gonna yeah. say white people because that's what they were mm-hmm. mine too so again going back to all of this now when we do be like you know what this just isn't working mm-hmm. and people are getting there together and like okay this just isn't working and then if every black person you talk to having the exact same experience yeah. this just isn't working so then people get together and they're like yo we're gonna put together a black school mm-hmm. an afrocentric school in the tdsb mm-hmm and once it opens this door, everybody and their mom was screaming at them. Yep. Everyone's like, oh, segregation. You can't do this. And yeah, this is Who, not who's allowed. Paying not my tax dollars. And I don't exactly. want my tax dollars to go into this. And I don't want this. My world. And again, if I opened a white-only school, you'd have a really big problem with that. And, uh, and blah, 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 blah. So why is it you don't want us to be in the school system. You don't want us to have our own school. What do you mm-hmm. What do you want? Yeah. They don't want you Where to you, exist. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. And this, like I said, remember I was saying this happened from the jump. 
Mm-hmm. I remember listening to a podcast. Shout out to 99% Invisible. It's Ooh. a podcast about design and building things. It's like mm-hmm. low-key an architect podcast, but really it's applicable to life. It's like the design aspect of life. Ooh, that kind of sounds so, sexy. So uh, there's an episode that I, I couldn't remember the name of, but I thanks to the internet I was able to find. <laughs> it's called Soul City. It's episode 207. We'll put that in the show notes because it's a really good episode. It's short. And it's talking about how in early America, like 1960s-ish... Which uh, isn't that far behind, like... Oh, hell no. This is when, like, our parents were born. years ago. Yeah, like, yeah. So, um, anyway, 1960s-ish, while black people, you know, are, like, starting to move into the suburbs, and they're starting to gain wealth. White people are like, oh, black people bring down our property value, we're gonna mm-hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. The great crisis known as a white flight was happening, mm-hmm. so... All these suburbs were being emptied out, right? Because Delroy moves into the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and Becky's like, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. we gotta go, this. we gotta go move further. So what do we have? And you end up with whole cities being mm-hmm. first and such all neighborhoods that are vacant, then whole cities. So a couple of uh, people get together. Like I said, I don't remember the details of the episode, mm-hmm. but it's a really good episode to listen to. I'm just giving you the the Coles notes. It's, Definitely want to go to 99% of this one and listen to it. Anyway, a couple people get together and, you know, they're like, you know what? Why don't we just make an all-black city? Mm-hmm. Why don't we just call it Soul City? We'll just focus on us. We'll develop our things and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So, of course, what's the first thing everyone screams? Oh, that's anti-American. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, we, we got past segregation. You guys don't want that anymore. Why, why do you, why do you want to pull it out? Mm-hmm. And I, my first initial thought when listening to this is, why is it whenever black people want their own thing, it's anti blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. segregation. Yeah. Why is it when Chinatown was being built, no one was screaming? You know what the Chinese are trying to say together? We yeah. that's not allowed. That's too scary for us. Why? Why is that an issue? Yeah. Why is it? And like I said, this has been happening from the jump. This was just an idea, one that I remembered, <laughs> yeah. that came to mind. So like I said, look up that episode. We'll have that in the show notes. But it's like every time that yeah. we want to have our own thing is an issue. Yeah. I'm sure the same thing. Not I'm sure I remember it. I was alive. Be same thing happened with BET. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Same thing happened with the CD uh, TDSV school. I forgot the name of the school, but it's mm. an Afrocentric school. It's still around. It's in the uh, like West Endish. Keep in mind, this is one school. Yeah, this is yeah. one, one school. school it's in not the a group. Yeah, one in the, school in, in, the, in Toronto. In the entire Toronto District School Board. The yeah. entire TDSV. Is that like I wonder if is that a thing anywhere else in the country? I doubt it. I don't think so. I highly I really doubt, doubt it. I don't think the rest of the my country has th- enough black people. For <laughs> Thank that you. That, that's my point. Exactly. I don't think there's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's crazy. not gonna happen in like no, in but you, Alberta. <laughs> yo, you bringing that up? That's how. Okay, do you guys not remember like everybody had like some sort of Saturday school to go to? Like you're you're like you didn't you have like Polish yeah, schools on I'm, Saturday? I didn't go to Polish school, but a lot. Of, we were basically my sister and I were like no we're not doing that shit okay but we yeah, it, it was a discussion okay yeah, whether it was religious school or like yeah 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 Mandarin school or Ma- yeah. yeah 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 some yeah. kind Mandarin of cultural is, school that yeah. something cultural of, yeah. outside totally. of it yeah. yes. exactly so yeah. that's when all that stuff came up and that's when I started kind of learning more about my culture mm-hmm. and knowing learning more about our origins mm-hmm. and like I'll never forget like my dad or my stepdad saying this to me, he's like, remember, like, the difference between love and hate? Mm-hmm. Is that, in a sense, it's just the other side of the coin? Mm-hmm. And he's like, people who hate you, they're just uh, afraid. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa, that's kind of deep. Because it's like, yo, all the... Like, where's the misunderstanding? Mm-hmm. 
You get what I'm saying? Why don't you want me to exist? Is it because you secretly fear me? Mm-hmm. And if that's true, why? Why? Yeah. Why? Because you don't like. Obviously, you're not threatening in your own head, right? Like, so you don't get it. Why some random teacher would be so scared of you that they send you to the principal's office every fucking day? Like a ten-year-old, you can't control a ten-year-old. That, like, kid. in your case, tell other pe- students' parents that you're the reason they're failing. Like, what? <laughs> no, it's because Johnny can't read. Like. You know, your child's a dumbass. That's why he's failing. Maybe you're just like not a great teacher, you know? I try to send man's my comic book and he's like, I don't know what that says. So I but somehow that's my fault. Yo, it's your fault. Wow. Right? Okay, yo, I'm not even okay. Shout out to Wakala. Um, have you guys ever heard of him? He's like an English rapper and I don't like here we go conscious. Uh But he's basically like, yo, like he's actually uh he's his mom is white and his dad is black. Mm -hmm. And his thing was like, yo, I under, not necessarily that he understands, I'm kind of paraphrasing what he, but his point is like, I I can understand the perspective of a white child mm-hmm. who grows up in a world thinking that white is like the ultimate mm-hmm. race mm-hmm. and that I'm supposed to be this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. and then has to sit beside a black child or an Asian child or an Indian child who's smarter than them, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. think about, in a sense, the self-loathing that that develops in them mm-hmm. and then when those two kids grow up together, like, what do you think their view on a certain person's gonna be? Their first, like, their first thought's not gonna be, like, to be compassionate. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's It turns into what us versus them type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, ooh. Like, how, it just made me think, like, how deep-seated is this? And Very. is there ever totally, a solution? Yeah. That's, yeah, see, that, that's uh, the other part now that we have to get to. Because I remember, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, uh, a while ago when I can't remember the specific I think it was when probably when Trayvon was murdered mm-hmm. when a bunch of people started rearing their ugly head and voicing their opinions and such mm-hmm. and all the all the people now were like you know racism's gone though like racism's not a thing you know the only people who are still racist are just the older white people like mm-hmm. that that once that generation's dead and gone like we're not racist we're gonna be fine we're gonna, we're, we're gonna be cool right but it's like who's I at love these black people. who's mm-hmm. at these uh white nationalist rallies? Who like twenty year olds yeah. and younger. And I remember one caption that said, Yo, people take a look and see because these are gonna be your future doctors, lawyers, yeah. politicians. hundred percent. Teachers. Teachers. Teachers, yes. Yeah. And that that was where I was like, Oh my god, I don't think remember I was like, Yo, when does this end? And that's that that's exactly what right? I asked my question, because people for foresaw a date. <laughs> and I was like, right, with that, the yeah. with the dying out of the older quote yeah unquote. when all the baby boomers go away yeah. is when they saw it. but I was like no that's not how this works because now it's just now they're just learning to veil it better now they're all yeah. pretending to be Canadian and they're like whoa, whoa, whoa racist on the lodo yeah but which is like even scarier oh it's terrifying because then yeah. you trust nobody yeah no legit like that is that is scary because it's like yo you could grow up with somebody and think they're cool right and then something happens it's just like a little comment Boy. an offhanded comment years mm-hmm. you could you could know someone from elementary school to grown mm-hmm. and then it takes an event like one of these to happen mm-hmm. and then for them to be like oh i don't see what the big deal is and yep. then for you just like what what do you mean really? we've been friends for years how can you not okay. understand me so hard and then it's the pick in the choosing it's like oh 
they're friends with me because to me, like, I don't fit that that mold. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? No, no, no. So they've, in a sense, excluded me from that. And it's yeah. not to say, like, yo, this is my group, but it's like, And that's ugh. the thing. And it's always like, oh, I'm not talking about you. Yeah. You're different. There you how, go. Can, how Why do you sound you... so white? Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about you. Like, you you like you, you like dress like that. Like, I'm not talking about them. Yeah. And it's just like, but, ah. But, so now we, have a, now we have an issue. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that That's they don't huge. get it, they're going to yeah. fight hard against that. And because they think that they're complimenting you, right? Like, how can that possibly be a compliment? I just feel like, what? But it's like, how can you think that that's a compliment? And it's like, imagine if I ate that off, like, oh my God, thank you. You well, get what I'm saying? Well, there, there are, are those people, that, people do. that do. And they're dangerous. <laughs> they're very dangerous. That, yeah. That's scary. That, that, that's but that's like, it's scary because, because it's like a systemic issue, right? Like, they're it keeps not, going. It keeps everything yeah, going. Yeah, and you don't think that, you know, to, to have that reaction of saying, thank you, I am not like them. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the fault of people that have constantly been telling you that you're inferior, that you're not worthy, that you need to be better, right? It's so like, you want to be better. <laughs> It's like, yo, you don't understand how many times I've been told to, like, watch my tone, watch my totally. voice. You need to smile more. And these are, like, subtle things. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, you like... You too angry. And mm-hmm. you're, like... You're too loud. This is my... Yeah. This is yeah, my voice. This, this is my face. Yeah. This is... Everything this is just, that you are because this of This is a problem. part of me. Yeah. Right? And it's just, like, oh... Yeah, I remember, okay. like, in my uh, middle school, all the black girls were constantly being told that they have an attitude problem by every teacher. Every by teacher. every other student, too. Right? Yeah. And you have an attitude like, problem. And that, like, to me, yo, that was the that that's, was the worst thing to be labeled triggering. as, too. You yeah. get what yeah. I'm saying? Because then after you get the attitude, here comes a whole slew of other things that become acceptable. Yeah. Right? It's like, yo, you can't be smart and at a ha- have an attitude. Mm-hmm. Right? If once you have this thing, you're in a sense, you're, yeah, you can... you're in the bad folder. Totally. Right? You yeah. don't get the best of anything. You don't get the yeah. same access. Right? You do get pushed to the back of the class. But yet they don't understand that you might be angry because you're, you're being... You're tired of the fucker. Yeah. What's causing <laughs> the attitude? Yeah. Where does it come yeah. from? And, like, kids don't necessarily, like... I mean, I'm sure... A lot of kids do get it, but sometimes you're like, I just don't get why I'm being put in a different place than everybody else. Right. Oh, yeah, no. And it, it's, it's so, tough. It's something, it, it's when you learn how yeah, the world is. Totally. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, your yeah, heart, yeah. It's yeah. like, you're, yo, you're yeah. the first time your heart breaks in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, it's, it's interesting to go home, like you get what I'm saying, to your family and trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. And even them coming from, like, my parents came from, you know, it's here's a Jamaica, you yeah, get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's black. Like, yeah, we got Chinese people, but yeah. they're, like, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And them not understanding it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then it kind of really just reaches into dynamic, everything sure. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then right? you're getting pressurized for both sides, like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Right. But then, yo, what? what happens, and this is to anybody, right? If I go to you and I'm like, yo, this, that, and the third, and every single day I'm telling you the same thing. How many times, like the nine, tenth time, you're gonna be like, "Oh wait, you know what? I did catch a bit of an attitude from him, yeah. right?" And all of a sudden, now your parents see you as this attitude problem child, and it's totally. just like it's weird how it leaches into every mm-hmm. every single aspect of life, mm-hmm. and then people we can't talk about it because then they have a problem with it. They don't want to understand it. They don't want to listen to it. It's not a problem. And then you just cut them out. 
Yeah. You pull out the biggest scissors. How many you can. people can you cut them out? How many people can you cut out? How do you cut out a boss? How do you cut out well, yeah. his boss? Right? You get yeah. what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, and that's why it just becomes shaky. It just, yeah. It it's like you can't function shaky. like that. Well, that's why, I'm, like, I'm sure you guys are so exhausted, right? Like, how can you not? <laughs> it's like, yo, even back then, it was like, I, I, I noticed how angry I was mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And in a sense, it bleeds you dry. Right, because when you're angry, you don't have enough. You, like you're using all that energy yeah, there, for nothing good. You have nothing else left. Right, yeah. you go. You're you're in school for eight hours. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Eight hours. Five a day. hours a day. I mean, like, five hours. A, five hours. A day. Five, five days, days a week. A week. <laughs> you know, right? like that's so much of your you're life. Out of your, you're not with your family. You're yeah. not with the people who understand what you are, mm-hmm. who you are. Like you get what I'm saying. I can't roll up to school and just wake up in five seconds and roll up to school unless my hair is braided. I can't braid my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, I remember even when I was going to freaking dread my hair because my mom's like, yo, I don't know what to do with this kid's head no more. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yo, even that thought alone, like, yo, like, does but then, that yeah, make then, exactly. a target? Then yeah. you have to be like, oh, now I have to worry about all the issues that come with that. that. And yeah. in big, big 2017, that's still an issue. That's still an issue to this day. There are amount of times where I'm like, all right, uh, I got to go to a job interview. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Think. You got to stop and think. You can't be who you are. You have to stop and think. Uh-huh. How is this going to be perceived? And especially How well, am I going to come off? At, the, at this recording, it's been a year since I've been growing out my hair. So usually I keep my hair short. But I've been growing it for the past year. And it's like gone now. Like now I just don't give a fuck. But it's like initially I was like, well, how is this going to be perceived issue? And this is not a thing that anyone else has to worry about. Which is why I said, fuck that. If no one else has to worry about it, neither I'm not going to worry about either. Suck your mama. Yeah. Which is crazy. Even like I used to have half of my head shaved, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I went to a fucking job interview, nobody would care. It's just a hairstyle. But for you, that's that's different. It's 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 so much different. Say even if it okay even okay say even if it's not a problem, mm-hmm. it still becomes a topic. Oh yeah, right. Oh, it's yeah. still like well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. well that's the thing. Whoa, I can never yeah. get rid of look that. At these, like look at I can, this. I can never get rid of that being a topic. Every uh, I had my hair in twists uh, mm-hmm. like two weeks ago, <laughs> and then I pulled them out and now it's in a fro again. And the first day I showed up in twists, everyone did like whoa. Wow. What'd what you do? What? Good thing no one... People know better. I guess they know me. Like, I, I must just radiate <laughs> that with, like, no, keep your damn hands to yourself. But no one is trying to Somebody wanted to touch out, it. But, yeah. every, it, like you said, it becomes a topic. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, stop all the fucking talking. Let me do what I'm here to do and yeah, go. Yeah, let me do let my me work. Job. Like, you get what I'm well, saying? Well, like, you had a story about a teacher, teacher touching your hair. A teacher. Yeah, I did. And it was ridiculous to me because my hair was natural at the time. Like, it... And this is, like, I think it's, like, every black girl's journey. Mm-hmm. You go through the perms, you get tired of the perms. Mm-hmm. You go through, and keep in mind, like, yo, it's a lot of upkeep and it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, like, yo, my mom, I, I have three girls in my family, you feel mm-hmm. me? So if you're doing it for one, you got to mm-hmm. do it for yourself. all, like, and then <laughs> you have my dad who's, like, this black, like, this extra <laughs> black. And I'm like, no, like, my, didn't, my dad didn't even, Leave like, approve alone. me, like, plucking my eyebrows because wow. God gave them to you that way and that's his whatever anyway, <laughs> so I'm like you know fuck it I'm going I'm going natural mm-hmm. how you gonna go natural when you don't know how to do your own fucking hair yeah right so I finally like yo one of my black friends got give me like yo cocoa butter and the mm-hmm. coconut oils and you know now it's getting all soft and stuff and it's not long enough to put in a ponytail mm-hmm. but I could put it in like a fro mm-hmm. and so every day I have my hair like in this fro and like yo you have to like Sorry, you know how black people hair is like you gotta puff it up, right? Yeah. And then like if somebody's hand gets into it, the print, the handprint comes out. Yeah. So you gotta keep a pick close. Yeah. And this teacher, 
So people were fascinated about it by it. And keep in mind, this is during summer school. So mm. I'm kind of over the whole thing. And I went right. to summer school in my actual high school. Mm. Teacher sees me like, oh, you know, and she's like, oh, yeah, I like your hair. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Keep it Conversation going. Conversation yeah. done. Done. Yeah. Now I'm talking to my friend and I feel somebody's hand in my hair. And I don't know how y'all feel, but my reaction is when somebody's grabbing me from the back. Dude. Yo, self-defense kicks in. Yeah. So here I am. I grab the person's hand like this, wheel them around, like, you know, when you almost, Mm. like, bring their heart. I think that's, like, a self-defense. I think I got that from a movie. (laughs) Yo, I swear that was, like, Kill Bill or some crazy-ass movie. Grab their hand, find out it's a teacher. I see it's a teacher. What do I do? I get scared that I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, yeah. Right? Her first thing, oh, wow, it's so soft. I, 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 I didn't know it was so soft. I just wanted to feel it. What? One, okay, I don't understand how that's ever appropriate. Two, I don't no, know why you need to ask is. my permission. Never Three, is. I don't know why you think it would be any different. Like, what did you think it was? A fucking Brillo pad, you yeah. asshole? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, yo, to me, it's like, yo, to you, in my eyes, it looks like, yo, I'm not a fucking Chia pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not something that you could, could just come, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Especially because, like, in school, you're told over and over again that, like, it's not okay to touch people. It's not, don't put your hands on somebody. Don't like, dude. From ask the permission. back, if a black person from came up from a white teacher and put her hand behind her oh my back, God, that te- that you're getting kids suspended expelled for sure. No, are you kidding me? You're, you the shitstorm that would cause. You'd have to move. You'd have to move. You could. You, They'll ban you from like every school and the TD. You'd for have to sure. move school districts. Yo, and <laughs> here's the thing about school districts now, and I learned this the hard way. Yo, they want to know. They want to talk to your teachers. They need a letter to see why you're switching school districts. They want to know. Wow. And then even, I remember the teacher's like, no, we don't do that because we need to give that child a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would not let my sister, and my sister has like one of the, I mean, like her absences are kind of fucking ridiculous, but has one of the cleanest records, like has mm-hmm. a cleaner record than I could have ever. And she had an issue getting into a school in fucking Ajax. Wow. Dude, this is 2016 at this yeah. time. That's- and I couldn't believe it. it's like, yo, and it's so, like, it's so heavy in these places. And like, yo, thank God Ajax is now, you know, the black people are coming the black people are taking over. I'm seeing patty shops and I'm seeing Jamaican restaurants hey. popping up on every corner. And you know, the block is hot. But yeah, yeah to me, it was just, it, it, it scared me because it's like, yo, in my sec, like here I am being violated. And yeah, that's what it is. It was. And I was out. scared because I put my hands you're on like, her. You're like, shit, now I'm yeah. in trouble. But I, I, I immediately, in my mind, like, I was like, yo, shit, I'm in the wrong. Yeah. I'm yeah. in the wrong. Yeah. To this person one, who did yeah. that. Like, you're the one who's being violated. Yeah. That is crazy to me. That is fucked up. That yeah, to me it's such a, it's such a weird thing. Like the 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 black the black existence. <laughs> the black fight, man. You know, yeah, Vince Samples raps about it. Kendrick raps about it. I more people are talking about everybody it. talks yeah. about it in more some or most people it. talk about it in some capacity. More and more people are talking about it. J Cole, the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, I, again, because another favorite J Cole song of mine because that existence is so real. Yeah, and this is. When when did he move in that neighborhood? Let's say a couple years ago. Let's let's just say a couple years ago. Yeah, after he made a bunch of money. Yeah. So <laughs> after he's been on TV. Yeah. Like what so the fuck? Let's just say that was a couple years ago. Yeah. Why is he having the same issue of a black man moving into a rich white neighborhood as Nat King Cole did? Yeah. Way back in yeah, the day. Yeah. Way way. Moving into a rich neighborhood, a rich white predominantly neighborhood. The only difference is they're not burning nigger into his lawn. Yeah. Not yet. But no, they're going to call the cops on him. The cops yeah. are going to kick down this fucking door because they think he's selling drugs. Yeah. This makes no damn sense. Yeah, man. So, like, the that whole story behind the song, I'm, I didn't get to see that show, but my friends were telling me that he played a clip 
because he had security cameras, security mm-hmm. footage at his place. And it's the cops running in, like the riot police, mm-hmm. the attack force, mm-hmm. like battering like, around down his door, right kicking down his door, just running and rushing into his house. And he's like, and the whole story of the song is like, he's just there mossing. He doesn't have a big rap, rapper car. Yeah. He just has a little something to get him from A to B. It's his boys just mossing in the house, just chilling. And the neighbors are like, no, how the fuck did these rich black people get in? How did these black people get here? They yeah. must be selling drugs. Yeah. Drug dealers were rich. Black mm-hmm. people can only be drug dealers. Yeah. They must be selling drugs. And that's Let ridiculous. me snitch on him. Yeah. And they kicked down this fucking door. And then, like, raided this place and, of course, found nothing. And then we're like, yeah, well, yeah. And then walked away. It's like, oh, they probably hid all the drugs they knew were coming. He yeah. probably bought, like, you get what I'm saying? It's he like, bought the cops yo, out. God forbid black people are living and existing in these all-white spaces. Well, and, yeah. again, that's what I'm saying, bringing it back. Like, this is, let's say, yeah, give him, give him a couple of years for his four-year-old, uh, four Wow, why am I struggling to say for his your album? Aunt? No, his uh, his album. For your eyes only. Thank oh. you. For your eyes only. I'm like for. I was trying to say for y'all. For y'all entertainment. <laughs> like, Shout out. Because yeah, right now we're recording in Brampton. <laughs> so, for y'all entertainment. There you so go. So for y'all from Brampton. So I guess that's where my brain is going. But um, <laughs> yeah, say the album name again for me. For, for your, your eyes, eyes only. only. Yeah. So let's that dropped. <laughs> let's just say he recorded the song a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. still, this is recent. Mm-hmm. Why is he going through the same thing that Nat King Cole went through how many years ago? Mm-hmm. Why is this still an issue? Yeah. Why? That's that's really where we got to end it off is just why. Like, how? why is this still a thing? And um, I, that's a good question. And I would love to hear everybody's opinion on why you think it is. And not even necessarily that, too. Like, not only that alone, but yeah. what do you think is the solution to something like this? You get what I'm saying? How do we get past that time where we can have a conversation... And it's not even necessarily that, oh, I'm, I'm being sensitive or you're being offensive, but like, are we, can we really have a conversation where we try to understand one another? Mm-hmm. You need to be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine tomorrow if you wake up, white people, imagine if tomorrow you wake up a darker skin mm-hmm. complexion. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that your entire existence changes? And we're not just yeah. talking about the simple things. We're talking about in all aspects of your life. Everything oh, yeah. a part of your life. You get what I'm saying? Upside down. So you're right. That's like a big, big thing. Like, what, what how do we go forward from here? What can be done? Mm-hmm. What, if, if anything. Mm-hmm. Can anything be done? Like white people even think of, or black people think about how you're, think about all, for if you don't understand or if you don't for a second, you're like, you know, you know what? Um, I, I know Charlemagne has this thing, like his book is called Black Privilege. Yeah. And he talks about basically like, yo, being black is a privilege. And I, I rock with that 100%. Mm-hmm. But for the people who are like, oh, you know, no, like I don't have a racist experience, <clears throat> little Wayne. Think about if you woke up tomorrow, right? And think about all the things you wouldn't have to think about. Yeah. And just see how, how different in a sense, how your yeah. perspective would flip. Your perspective <laughs> yeah. would flip. You wouldn't have to consider growing out your hair because of what repercussions you might face. Your right? whole perspective would flip. Whole thing would flip. And we'll probably end on, just, yeah, because we could go on on for this topic because we've been on this <laughs> for earth for 20 plus years. So, yeah, but 20 I plus years like, of experience. No, it's going to, and remember how you're like, yo, it might go on for another 20 plus. Yeah. I mean, the way that history has taught us, oh, yeah. yo, our kids are going to be dealing with it. It's been Our hundreds of years. Grandchildren it's not going are anywhere in twenty yeah. years. And so, what's the what's the solution? Yeah, is man. there a solution? Is it built into the fabric of this Existence? society? 
Yes, but like I said, uh, we're trying to wrap this up. And you keep bringing bring up Just more questions. questions. I mean, That's yo, tell so me your thoughts. I want to hear everybody else's perspective. I mean, we gave you a little clips of ours. Yeah, we, mm. we, I only gave you just like a little, little spoon. Little, <laughs> a split, a, a, a sliver. A little spoonful. Like, you only got a little bit. But uh, we'll end off with probably my favorite quotes related to all of this. Mm-hmm. Paul Mooney said, Everybody wants to be a nigga. But nobody wants to be a nigga. Mm-hmm. Well, what? To add that to that, I don't know who said it, but I am not your Negro, but I am that nigga. There you go. <laughs> now you can add that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>